We looked last week about at, at perspective and looking at what it is that we have as our prism to define what our rights are. So do we have rights to certain things? And how do, does being a Christian affect these rights that we believe that we have? So the example was about me trying to get out of the driveway and someone had parked in an awkward way and I got really annoyed about it uh, and then um, just counted my blessings and realized that I was afforded a place to stay, which I wouldn't be able to live in. And my family started in a very tiny place. There were six of us in what was effectively a cupboard, you know. And um, that gave me perspective and reduced my anger, turned me back to love. And that was our way in to looking at Paul discussing his rights as an apostle, someone who had seen the risen Jesus, someone who had seen the risen Jesus. And he was talking about how the rest of the disciples were receiving a lot of care from the churches that they were in charge of. And he was saying that that is a right that he could call upon, but he boasts that he does not. Because his main aim is to preach the gospel. Our title for today is about being a servant being a servant and the question at the heart of it is this does righteousness which is the gift of God and authority which is the gift of the Holy Spirit make you more or less does righteousness which is the gift of God and authority which is the gift of the Holy Spirit make you more or less. And uh, my uh, thesis in this is that it makes you inwardly more and outwardly less. But if you don't obey the move of righteousness to make you inwardly more and outwardly less, you end up inwardly less. And sometimes, if you're lucky, outwardly more. And that's destructive for your soul. I'll give you an example. Um, I, had, uh, I had just discovered faith again and uh, um, found myself in the Christian Union. And there was a group of Christians who used to meet um, elsewhere at the university campus um, who were very fervent Christians, very fervent, very fervent, praying all day and that kind of stuff. So I joined in with them, and because I knew Scripture, I had read the Bible before, um, the affirmation kept coming and the questions about how to live a righteous life kept swirling and after a short period of time I found myself wearing a suit every day um, carrying my bible everywhere I went in a bag just there I was, I was a 20 year old man in the university campus you know how awkward that is um, I never went to the bar where everybody was um, I avoided so many different kinds of people and effectively became useless as a Christian. I was too busy trying to love myself into righteousness that I forgot the gift I had been given and in so doing stopped being a gift to others altogether. And as time passed, as the year went by, I, I had a whole year where I, I didn't drink any, any alcohol um, and I was in bed at a certain time 
uh, trying to sleep, although I was a bit of an insomniac, so I stayed awake anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was cautious about what I said and who I said it to. I was never seen with a female anywhere. You know, I was, like, not at all, not at all. Basically, I was Mike Pence, the American vice president, if you follow what he's doing. And at the end of it, um, no one could talk to me. Because anyone who came up with something that was real, then this is what I'm struggling with. The answer that I gave them was legalistic. You just have to do this and this and this and this and you'll be fine. But life's more complex than that, isn't it? It's a lot more complex than that. Things have nuance. I was making myself outwardly more. And little did I know, I was becoming inwardly less. Because the thing that should have sustained me wasn't my capacity to fulfill the law, but God's gift of righteousness to me. And the more I sent things outward, the less there was in me. And after the year, I was more insecure than I was when I first discovered faith again. It was harder for me to say, I am struggling with this. It was harder for me to say, I need prayer for this. And that eroded who I was. It's not the kingdom uh, economy. Righteousness and authority are supposed to make you inwardly more. That's what righteousness gives you. And authority outwardly less, which means you can do stuff. You can be a servant to people. Do we have examples of this in scripture? Yes, we do. Let's look at, for instance, the story of the Good Samaritan, where someone is clearly wounded and hurt on a dangerous road in need of help. Those who are outwardly more are useless to the wounded man and cannot love the person who is in desperate need of love. So the priest and the Pharisee who need to stay outwardly more actually lose their inward self because compassion is far from them. Love is far from them. And they lose that image of God, which is a compassionate God and a loving God who descends from heaven to earth to live amongst and redeem sinful men and women. They lose the picture of the God who they're serving. On their way to the temple, what happens at the temple? You go to the temple to atone for sinfulness. That was, that was what the temple was primarily for. You go to the temple to meet God and be renewed and refreshed. But they walked past someone who needed renewing and refreshing in this life. And what did they do? Walked around him. Now, the Samaritan, who was outwardly less. We don't mess around with Samaritans, the Jews would say. Jesus even at one point said to a Samaritan lady, why should I give what's food for the children to the dogs? That's how low the Jews thought of the Samaritans. They were literally, outwardly, less. But look at the capacity of the Samaritan. Sees the man who is wounded. And what bubbles up? Compassion. Compassion so great, he takes the man upon his donkey, takes the man into the inn, pays for the man's treatment, and says, if there's any extra that's needed, I will come back and pay for that. Generosity oozes out of the person who is outwardly less and makes it very clear that they are inwardly more. The example of Jesus and the woman at the well. 
she comes to the well at the time when she knows nobody's going to be there. Because if she comes when everybody's there, she's going to be ridiculed and she, she literally is going to be cast to the side. Why? Because of her history, the history of her relationships. Jesus' timing is perfect. He is inwardly more. He's clothed in righteousness as the Son of God. He's clothed in authority by the power of the Holy Spirit who came upon him at his baptism. And his inwardly strength, inward strength, makes him outwardly less. And what does he say to this lady? Give me a drink. His vulnerability starts the conversation that brings about her healing, that brings about her salvation and the salvation of the people around her. So here we find Paul. What's he saying? The nub here is the gift to you, people, is righteousness. The gift to you is authority. From Paul's perspective, the gift to him is righteousness. He was one who was going to Damascus with the sole purpose of ensuring the death of Christians, the persecution of Christians. And when Jesus met him, it wasn't judgment and punishment that he found. It was judgment and mercy. So he received something he could not have earned. He became an apostle by God's grace. He met the risen Christ. And he was given authority to go and proclaim the good news. So inwardly, he became more than he ever could have been. And outwardly, what is that, what is that effect on him? Though I am free and belong to no man, I make myself a slave to everyone to win as many as possible. I become less. To the Jews, I become like a Jew to win Jews. To those under the law, I become like one under the law. Though I myself am not under the law, so as to win those under the law. To those not having any law, I become like one not having the law. Though I am not free from God's law, but under Christ's law, so as to win those not having the law. To those who go to the pub, I go to the pub. So that in going there and sitting with them and having a relationship with them and being less outwardly, they can see what is inwardly more in me and be introduced to the God who gives me this righteousness, the God who gives me this authority, the God who gives me this inner peace. That means peer pressure doesn't affect me as much as it did before. The God who gives me the strength within so that I can say no to something that is not going to be good for me. They will see this. But if I'm not there with them, if I'm not being a Jew to the Jews, no one sees the, the thing that is the gift of God in me. I become inwardly less, outwardly more, nice and cushy at home, enjoying myself as a very righteous Christian, but useless to those who are in need of compassion. Useless to those who are in need of compassion. Um, personally, I find this is the main reason, for instance, we plead so much for people to help out with things like the shelter breakfast. And it rarely happens that we've got loads of volunteers. And David's a good example of someone who is inwardly more, inwardly more, and outwardly less. Go. The, the leper says to Jesus, if you, will, I, if you will come to me, I will be made clean. And what does Jesus do? He touches him. 
it becomes outwardly less and passes compassion forward. To the weak, I became weak to win the weak. I have become all things to all men so that by all possible means, I might save some. I do this for the sake of the gospel that I may share in its blessings. Simple example again. If someone's ever asked you whether you struggle to pray, what's your answer? Do you say yes or no? I used to say no a lot, which was a lie. (laughs) Which was a lie. And I found that as soon as I said yes, prayer is not that easy for me. I try, but it's not that easy for me. I met people. And we had more of an in-depth conversation. And someone would say to me, this is what I do. And it helps. And I was given a tip. When you're on your bike, read a scripture before you go and ponder the scripture as you go. When you stop where you are, thank God for the journey. You would have prayed. I had someone else say to me, make a cup of tea and sit and drink it. And while you're drinking the cup of tea, listen to God. That will be you praying. And it's improved my prayer life significantly. Significantly. Had I not said I struggle to pray... Had I not been outwardly less, entered the space of humility, I wouldn't have inwardly grown. And I would have been useless to all those people who looked at what I was saying and were encouraged to try and continue in prayer. Does righteousness, the gift of God in Christ to you, and authority, the gift of the Holy Spirit to you, make you more or less? It does both makes you inwardly more and outwardly less. But these are things we have to work out. Because in God's kingdom, privilege equals responsibility and authority equals service. A few thoughts on a short piece of scripture there. May God bless those to us.